Krampus is my boyfriend. That's how we're going to introduce next week. <laughs> this podcast includes adult themes and discussion. We know that's why you're here. Listening discretion is advised. The little clip of us singing the last episode will will intro us in. So welcome back, Woo! monster fuckers, uh, welcome, to a very welcome. festive episode. Uh, delightfully, at all the halls are going to be decked. We're going to deck them good. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I am very excited for this episode. Very excited <laughs> for this episode. I am. I. Uh, Things happened during the research for this episode. Yeah, I bet it fucking I'm ex- did. I'm excited to discuss <laughs> later. <laughs> guys, we have a, this. This episode is gonna be a treat for you guys. You don't even know yet. Um, you don't even know. Clearly, y'all have been nice, very nice, because we have a Christmas treat for you. So. <laughs> oh yes, we do. <laughs> Um, so what have you been up to? Let's let's catch up for a second first. What me me yeah. start? Yeah, you start. Okay, me start. Okay, Misa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have I been doing? I've been working. I um, have started reading Throne of Glass. I don't remember if I mentioned that last episode, but um, reading it for the very first time, which you know. Uh, I were not quite at my Akatar plug of the week. Actually, fuck it. Let's do it now. Here, Akatar plug of the week. Akatar plug of the week. Okay. Um, <laughs> same same author as Akatar d- uh, does the Throne of Glass series. Mm-hmm. And fun fact: the hmm. day that we are recording, which is today, which is the Winter Solstice, Winter Solstice is actually Feyre Archeron's birthday. It so. is. Happy birthday, Feyre. <laughs> I saw a TikTok um, earlier of um, somebody <laughs> dancing as all three Bat Boys, like, for oh. her. And it was, like, the like the Bat Boys dance for Feyre's birthday on the Winter Solstice. And I was like, Stunning. nice. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah. I will be putting a compilation video together later. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I've been mentally exhausted. I put that down. Take me out, Krampus. Jeez. Take me out. <laughs> uh, just been booked up for the holidays. Um, a mood. But I got I got to get away. I went to visit Edmonton, which, uh, for those who are uh, unfamiliar, is a city in Alberta, Canada, Ooh. which is the, like, I guess, like, the, the cowboy province um, of the nation. Um, went hunting for Krampus in the woods, if anyone saw our Instagram story. It, was, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I thought you would like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only know one thing about Alberta, and that's from um, Avenue Q, the musical. Do you know Avenue Q? It's vaguely familiar. He talks I'm about, um, it, it, there's a, a scene where uh, a, a puppet is singing about his fake girlfriend, and her name is Alberta. She lives in Vancouver. She cooks like my mother and sucks like a hoover. So Wow. Yeah, that's all I know about Alberta. (laughs) Wow. And now, evidently, uh, good Krampus hunting grounds, so. 
Yes, there were yeah. birch trees galore. I love a birch tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, Sarah? <laughs> good, good. Um, I uh, I have had a lot of like seasonally fun things. Last week we took my mother-in-law to Epcot for the festival of the holidays. Um, Very nice. And my uh, I, I don't, don't want to say I don't want to say childhood because that's not right. But like my college best friend, uh, we've known each other since we were like eighteen years old. She came along, and we got to meet the Christmas witch. Which oh my goodness, I was so obsessed. I put a video of her. I think I put a video up in the. Uh, in the Discord, but I definitely put a picture up, and mm-hmm. she was so great, and I was the last person to meet her, and she immediately, she was like, you're Italian, like, clocked me, like, out the gate. I love that. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I was like, um, my last name was what it was, and then I, I married, uh, this man here, my husband was with me, and, and I said, uh, so, uh, and she said, oh, Italian, I said, oh, it's Sicilian, she's like, oh. Sicily, have you been? And I said no. <laughs> and she she looked at my husband. She was like, "Take her." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah." Good. Anyway, I loved her so much. The the actress that played her was just darling. I wanted to squish her little face. Um, so that like I went there and I was like, I will meet the Christmas witch. Like that was my one of my big goals. Um, and we saw Brendan Fraser uh, tell the yes! story of Christmas. Like I'm not really a Christian, but it was great to see Brendan Fraser. Um, yeah, the music and stuff was great. Um, and then uh, I got introduced to Stray Kids by my friend. I know we, we talked about Stray Kids on the podcast, but like we we had like a like a friends day, which I haven't done in so long, where we like went out and did like thrift shopping and stuff, and we went to a Korean a K-pop store. So, um, but there's a, a song that sounds like uh, I think it's called Megaverse, but my friend's like I only hear Omegaverse oh now, and I was goodness. like, hey. <laughs> and I want to let you know that in my thrift shopping, I found the tiniest little nice noodles like <gasps> like a micro machine ah! i screamed i paid way too much for I'm the so little jealous. set yeah oh my god oh my goodness <laughs> i just... have a teeny tiny assage ventress oh like, the dream literally she's like the size of my fingernail i kid you not. yeah that's what the size noodles is she's super tiny <gasps> i'll throw a picture up in the discord when this episode comes out she's so oh, cute please do but please there's do. like a it was like a job of the hut. It came with like all this other stuff and like two different princess Leia's. Uh, but like, I literally was like, I see this nice noodles. I must have it. Um, I dug it out of the bottom of like a bin of old McDonald's happy meal toys. <laughs> like I was, the that's fu- a good thrift yeah. find. And then Brad was like, I had this one. And I was like, what? So he might have a second one. Unsure. I haven't confirmed yet, but may confirm in the future. So, Mm. Um, so that's, that's been, and then we went to, uh, we went to Jollywood Nights, uh, last night, uh, which is like a Christmas party. You guys look so cute. Oh my God. I dressed up like Miss Piggy and my husband dressed up like Kermie and we had the best time. I got, uh, a little shit faced, but in the best, <laughs> like safe, like I wasn't like, you know, sloppy, but I was definitely feeling my like sugar cookie martinis. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Um, I had a great time, and anytime you get to see like the Muppets, which you, kn- I feel like Disney rarely brings out the Muppets, but they had Miss Piggy and Kermit like in a show, and it was great. So I still think that they there needs to be a Muppets Pride and Prejudice. Oh my Adam God! Yes! Mr. Darcy, straight. Face. I would, I would die. I would, I would. That's heal over. Uh, that's what I need to see in my life. Did it? There was a, a Muppets interview. I, I want to say it was, was Pedro Pascal, 
where they talked about that. And I was like, listen, I love Pedro Pascal as much as the next horny person. But Adam Driver is Darcy. Yeah. Like, That's I have, the role for I have an entire PowerPoint <laughs> presentation about it. Don't come for me. Period. <laughs> I do. I will send it to you if you want it. Just I'm, email me. We'll, we'll put it in the Discord. <laughs> Actually, I fucking should. It's very good. Um, I think it's called um, uh, Why uh, Kylo Ren is Space Darcy, parentheses, Fight Me. Oh, um, stunning. It came stunning. out prior to episode nine, but anyway, I digress. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but you, you've you been getting festive. I saw your rapping tips <laughs> on <Yeah>. TikTok. Here's <laughs> my life hack. My ra- wrapping life hack, um, use tinfoil to wrap your presents. That's that's not what sent it's- me. You know what sent me. It was the tax. Okay, so... <laughs> do you guys have that in America? No! What is that? Okay, so in Canada... Um, I think it's part of the super... It's part of Superstore. So there's, like... Superstore is, like, our Walmart. Okay? So Superstore has this n- no-name brand... It's not Superstore brand, it's no-name brand, okay? And it's, like, cheaper stuff, because there's no name. It's a no-name brand. Uh So, no-name brand, in, like, the past few years, have started to, like, market no-name brand as, like... very funny. As, like, a thing. Yeah. So... Um, they, they make, uh, like, camping chairs now, and, like, blankets, and blah, blah, blah. And so they started making the, they made wrapping paper even, but I didn't buy the wrapping paper, but they made gift tags for the holiday season, and I have it in front of me. I'm going to read you some of the things. They're so funny. Please that do. it says on the front. It says, uh, one says, thoughtful present. <laughs> the other says, festive present but they're like uh, they're like caution yellow like caution tape yellow and black like they're yeah, so that's fu- like, they're so funny that's like the no name brand like brand it's so like super simple bright yellow uh, su- another tag says super cool present and then my favorite is one tag says last minute present <laughs> That's that's so. F- if we had that here, I would be a hundred and ten percent on board with it. Well, so. that's how I'm gonna. That's uh, how your your um some, going to send a little presento to you. So uh, yours is gonna get one of those. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, just a little song. Just a teeny. Well, song. I'm holding. I have a few things for you too that I'm just holding on until I see you next. But I can mail them. I did mail you a Christmas card. Have you gotten it? Not yet. When you do, but I st- pay- I'm admiring your. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay attention to where it got stamped from, like the postage stamp. We specifically okay. sent them from a place in Florida for the mail stamp. So enjoy that stamp. Oh. And let me know when you get it. It's it's uh it's very festive. Okay. Um, Excited. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into Krampus, let's, let's, mm-hmm. uh, circle back to right deep on into Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to get very deep into Krampus. Let's circle back to last week's episode. Uh, I, I don't yes. know about you, but I got some feedback on people pretty shook about the Hermie news. Really? Uh, yeah. People were like, oh my God, he doesn't have elf ears. And I was like, yeah, he's not an elf. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry that we, we had to break that live on air in that recorded <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we, we also got some feedback that um, 
The Ugh. last fanfic was uh, not welcome. Yeah, I had a few Which, people that turned off the podcast, the loyal listeners that were like, that was a line. And you know what? Now we know. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're going to continue to cross it, but we know that the line is there now. So We know what, yeah. We, I mean, we've drawn our own lines that you know of if you listen <laughs> to the podcast. But it's nice to have respectful chalk lines from our listeners. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Sorry if we I don't. We, I don't think we'll be crossing those this evening. So. Ooh, I don't know! Who knows? <laughs> who, know, who knows where the night will bring us? Well. Listen, well, I have a I mug of you... wine, and it's Christmas, so. Yes, well, I was just going to say, so, as we dive into this episode. Yeah. Snuggle up with your blanket have furs if you fire on yeah mm-hmm. um you know cozy up and enjoy this uh delectable delight of cramp pussy okay <laughs> i'm so excited let's fucking dive in yeah let's dive in all right krampus history let's go uh so krampus derives from the german word krampen which means claw out the gate, Mon- that's a monster. You're crapping my it's, style. Yeah, sorry, it's a- <laughs> please continue that all night. I love it. Um, so, me- which means claw, right? So, off the bat, that's a monster, right? Claws. Um, mm-hmm. He's a half goat, half demon, horned, anthropomorphic figure. Um, believed to have been originated in Germany, but we also have Austrian ties. And a lot of the Krampus lore that we're going to talk about today is kind of blurry. Like, we know kind of what he is today in relation to Christianity, but there's some, there's a lot of, uh, which is perfect for winter solstice, there's a lot of pagan backstory here. And there are a lot of different types of lore associated with Krampus. Um... So, what is he, right? So, he assists St. Nicholas, or, as you may know him, Santa Claus, um, and the duo visit children on December 5th, which is known as, um, uh, like, the Night of Krampus, right? Mm. Um, and St. Nicholas rewards children with, like, oranges, with some fruits, nuts, and chocolata. Um, and Krampus smacks him on the ass with a birch rod. Period. Right? That's Both what it please. is. Both please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take A and B. Um, but that's not all he does, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But that's traditionally, like, uh, Santa Claus, just like we have today, like, he gives, you know, presents to good boys and girls, and then if you're bad, you get, like, a switch or coal, right? But in this situation, Krampus has the switch, and he's hitting you with it. Mm. So, um, which is, like, the most German thing, right? It's like... No, you're bad, you get hit. Like, that's... N- well, just, like, Eastern European, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, Listen, I, I got the one spoon when I was young, man. Like, my, it is a real thing. My grandmother had a fly swatter, which is very Southern. Uh, <laughs> very <laughs> Southern American. <laughs> I never got hit because I was an angel, but my cousin got the shit beat out of him. Um, okay, so uh, what does Krampus look like, right? He is a hairy dude or thing. Um, He's usually brown or black uh, fur, and he has cloven hooves and horns of a goat. 
He has a long pointed tongue that lolls out and fangs. <laughs> right? His tongue is long. We're talking like fruit long. by the foot situation. Right? <laughs> okay? Long. Um, <laughs> he carries chains, which um, a lot of people are thinking came about when Christianity came in and sort of encroached on mm. on pagan uh, traditions. But he has bells, um, and he thrashes the chains and bells about for dramatic effects. So, like, you can hear Krampus coming, <laughs> coming. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can hear him. And it, it really invokes fear, you know? Like, you can hear that, like, the bells coming of this giant hoofed creature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he's also has this, like, very pagan thing of a bundle of birch branches. Um, and he swats children with it. It's called the root. Um, and that is very deeply ingrained in pagan tradition, but it sort of, uh, came over into Christianity with those pagan traditions. And sometimes he has a whip, you know, whip and chains goes with it. Rihanna would love it. Um, he also will have a basket on his back to put children in to kidnap them. And he either carries them down to the lakes of hell to drown them or he eats a little snack little munch, little you know. nibble, nibble. Little nibble, nibble. Um, so this figure is, it stretched back far into pre-Christian Alpine traditions, about the 6th or 7th century. Um, but there are no real written examples of him until the end of the 16th century. So this dude is old. Like, he's old, old. Mm. This is a lore that's been in, like, European culture for a long time. This is pre-St. Nicholas, right? Yeah, it's pre-St. Nicholas, absolutely. Because St. Nicholas only became popular around the 11th century. So this is, like, Mm. many centuries before St. Nicholas. Um, And in that pre-kind of Christian, Germany had a lot of figures of, like, animal devils and that they brought into the church. So this is really, again, combination of, like, pagan things into Christianity, which I think when you look at Christmas... There's so much of that. You know, you have the tree, the Yule log, and everything. Like, Christianity, back up. You know, save takes from <laughs> another culture, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Find your own thing. Find yeah. Your own thing. C- come on. Stop copying God. me. God. <laughs> um, so, Krampus figures persistent through all of this, like, Christianity, Catholicism bullshit. Um, and then in 17th century, he really got incorporated with St. Nick. Um, and he really is kind of like the devil to kind of like a Christian Jesus-like figure of St. Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas. So Yeah, because at this time, right, like St. Nicholas was depicted literally as a saint, like kind of almost like a pope-like. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so there's also other um, examples of Krampus being the son of hell, the Norse god of the underworld. So there's also like this Norse tie to him. Not just this, just this uh, Eastern European thing. Mm. Um, so, uh, basically, um, I love him a lot. So... <laughs> we stand. <laughs> we stand him. <laughs> um, so, do you want to talk... Uh, I guess, let's see. I can talk a little bit about Krampus Nach. Do you want me to talk about that as we go forward? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, St. Nicholas Day is December 6th. 
Uh, the night before is known as Krampusnacht, like Krampus night, um, and it's widely celebrated in Austria and southern Germany. Um, so and in Hungary, it's isn't it? It, it is in Hungary. It's definitely rooted in Austrian and Germany, but I even saw that like some in um, the Czech Republic uh, celebrate it. So, but Austria was the Austro-Hungarian. It's definitely and it, it's definitely. Austrian that went into Germany because even like in my research I saw German people being like oh that's how I know that it's definitely Austrian and not German because it is the modern day Krampusnacht is wild like mm. even Germans are like oh okay like it's very <laughs> very different um so what they what they have is they have the celebration of Krampus. What it used to be were like Krampuses would kind of come through the town with a Saint Nicholas. They would stop by houses and they would basically scare kids to be good, right? Mm. And people would have schnapps for the people playing Krampuses to appease them. Um, Holy wait, I want to play Krampus. Yeah, but like fill me up. When I say schnapps, I want to be very clear. So. I, I don't know what schnapps is in Germany. I'm sorry, Canada. Uh, but in Germany, schnapps is very different than what it is in America. I mm. used to work for a German company. I would go over there all the time. And the first time I had German schnapps, I thought it was going to be like peach schnapps or peppermint schnapps here in America, which is like doesn't have a high alcohol content and tastes like fruit. Wrong. It's just liquor. Like it's just, and it's so strong. I remember having schnapps that they set on fire on top of like, Dessert, yeah. and then we would like it's so strong. It's just like it's like drinking one fifty one or like it, in, it's so in strong. Hungary. The equivalent would be a drink called palinka, and um, it's usually made out of like fruits, like pear mm-hmm. is the most common. Um, but it's flammable. But it it's gasoline. It's I gasoline. Swear. Because, but also when you think about. Uh, this it's so fucking cold at this time of year. Like it's mm, not. Yeah, it, listen, one shot of palinka and you're toasted. You're toasted, from the right? Mm-hmm. So that's where it sort of started. But now it's sort of morphed into this, um, this different beast altogether. So there's what's mm. called the Krampus Loch, which is basically translates to Krampus Run. My German is very rusty. I haven't talked in 10 years, so if I'm saying anything wrong, nobody come for me. Um, but it's when young men dress as Krampus and they parade through the streets attempting to scare not only children but adults. And a lot of it, they have them in Germany, but the ones that happen in Alpine towns are unreal. It mm. they light these torches and flare guns, and they come out of what looks like ski slopes, just full costumed Krampus, just on fire with sticks. Can you imagine being on acid and, and they that? beat the shit out of people? I was reading oh comments that like, "Oh, Krampus broke my arm when I was twelve. Like, oh my it's, gosh. yeah, it's." Uh, they pull people over barriers, and the cops are like, "Well, you're here, right?" So, so it's, oh my it's goodness. and I put some videos um, in our description, and I'll drop them like on the website and the Discord too. But some yeah. of them are absolutely wild. They will come over wow. barriers and slap people so hard they get bruises on their legs. 
Um, wow. It's I'm kind of now. Yeah, but they're wearing these hand carved wooden masks, mm. and they're using like um, like costumes made from the animals that they have on their farms or like yeah. traditional methods. So it really is this like thing rooted in this really old pagan tradition, but it's also fucking terrifying. And the more mm. the more I read into this, the more it was like there's there's this parade and the parade is evidently like even the scary intense ones are still somewhat safe, but evidently after the parade disperses you go home because if you don't go home and you run into a Krampus, they beat you up. Oh like my God. they whip the shit out of you. I love that. They they like you leave with bruises from the birch sticks. Like they really pop you. And if you don't like what Krampus is doing and you try to fight back, the other Kramp Krampus, Krampi, Krampussies, I don't know. Will will come and gang up on you. <laughs> it's like the one day a year where uh, Germans and Austrians get shit-faced on schnapps, dress as a devil, and are allowed to beat the shit out of people for, like, 12 that's hours. That's my dream. That's my dream. But, like, sometimes you look at these masks and I'm like, oh, my God. What? This? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, it's it's a lot. And, and we'll sort of, I'll let you talk about, like, kind of, like, the some other parts of, of this culture, but you'll get to, like, how even naturally Krampus became sexy. Naturally. Yeah. Naturally. Like, in culture. Like, we're sitting Mm -hmm. here being horny little fuckers like we usually are. But, like, Mm -hmm. Krampus, there's something overtly sexual about him. So. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I'll let you you take it from here. But, anyway, I just, I'm going to drop some videos and you guys go watch them because it is wild. Yeah. Wild. Um, before I get into the uh, cramp, as I call it, the cramp pussyfication mm-hmm. of uh, Krampus. Yeah. Krampus. Um, I, I, as I mentioned before, and as Sarah mentioned, like it's Eastern European. It's part of my culture, mm-hmm. which is Hungarian. Um, I'm. I always forget. I'm first generation. My parents immigrated to Canada, so okay. I was the only. I was the first one born here. So I. Uh, asked my mom, and then Sarah got to see these lovely screenshots. They're so, they're so cute. Talking to my mom. You said, you said, this my culture. (laughs) Well, I'm like, this my culture. culture? (laughs) So I said to my mom, like, did you grow up with Krampus in the holiday traditions? And she goes, yeah, lol. (laughs) I love it. Which I thought, that was just, uh, and I was like, okay, like, tell me more, mom. And then she goes, there's no stories, really. We were just being scared as children that if we were bad, the Krampus is going to take us, lol. I'm like, Mom, stop using lol, first of all. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, okay, well, did, did Grandma, like, did your mom tell you? And she's like, um, it was usually the parents scaring the kids when we were misbehaving that the Krampus will come for us. This mostly happened around Christmas time. And she says... I don't remember grandma explaining anything. We just kind of knew it was something scary. So I guess, like, to my mom, like, during the time she was growing up, it's like the same thing about with with, uh, Santa. Like, you just kind of grow up knowing. Yeah. Like, like, no one told me about Santa. I just grew up knowing about Santa. Yeah. So um, for my mom, 
same thing with Krampus. And my mom isn't actually, like, that old. Like, she was a teenager in the 80s. So, like, to to that day... Krampus is like a real thing for kids, just as Santa is for yeah. a lot of folks in the Western culture. So I just thought it was super interesting. I love that yeah. so much with my whole heart. I, um, I don't know which uh, which country that does it. I know my my mother read it somewhere and then adopted it, but it was a thing where I had to be really good, and then the elves would come and leave presents in my shoes, like a day, like <laughs> a, a month before. Uh, Sometime in the month of December, the elves would leave little wow. presents. Up. But, like, I knew I had to be good. Like, pre-Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf was fucking creepy. Um, but, like, mm. that kind of thing. But, like, I can't ever remember knowing that. Like, but there, I feel like there always is kind of a lore, regardless of the culture, of, like, someone's watching you. You better be good. Um, mm. For me, it was just motivation because I'm a fucking brown noser and I always have been. Uh, <laughs> Hey, adult uh, ADHD, you know, uh, autistic children, late diagnosis. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it is that, like, always watching you. But I can't imagine, like, thinking that if I'm bad, I'm going to get kidnapped and taken to hell. My anxiety, I would have crumbled <laughs> under that. I would have crumbled under that. Now, as an adult, I'm thriving. But we are different people now, you know? I was a very suspicious child. I wouldn't have believed it. Oh, I believed in Santa until I was 13 years old. So Wow. Well, I I didn't grow up with Santa. So I, I never grew up with any uh, holiday. So I didn't believe in anything fake. Oh, my God. I... Yeah. I, and I, I will still... I, I... Fairies, yes. Aliens, I mean, absolutely. I would like to. I mean, alien... I do believe in aliens. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I, I definitely... I remember... Uh, finally at 13 my mother had to sit me down and be like santa's in your heart i was like what <laughs> like what like i but my parents went through great lengths they, they were like footprints out of the fireplace they would mm. go outside and like ring bells like i swear to god my dad got on the roof one year like I, they went through and i'm and like at some points you're like oh it's really sweet and other points you're like really she was 13 but like That's you know believe forever so yeah no. um anyway sorry <laughs> um <laughs> let's let's dive briefly into so before i get into the crap pussification of Woo-hoo. krampus yeah i need to talk about krampus and pop culture yes yeah. So Krampus, apparently his first appearance in um like US pop culture uh was in an arcade game card ca- called Carn Evil in nineteen ninety-eight. So what? in pop culture he's fairly new. Fairly new, I would say. I would say in like maybe English pop culture. Like a um English speaking pop culture, maybe. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, Western yeah. pop yeah, culture. Yeah, Western yeah, that's that, the word. Yeah, Western. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, um, and then he's just kind of, like, snuck in from there. Like, he's appeared in, like, Scooby-Doo and, like, various Seth MacFarlane shows, like, Family Guy and, um, American Dad. Um, and, um, there was, I read something super interesting, and I'm just gonna read it, like, word for word. Yeah. On this article that I, I read, um, it says... Perhaps the dark-hearted Krampus provides a needed counterpoint to the relentless blitz of sugar plums and candy cane 
imagery of the Christmas season, a yin to the yang of Hallmark holiday TV specials and cheery department store Santa workshop dioramas. Yeah. Or, or perhaps in a time when political corruption and corporate greed seems to be running unchecked, the notion of a terrifying figure who holds wrongdoers accountable in a pitiless and cruel manner strikes us as an especially satisfying and necessary aspect of the Christmas spirit in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And I just really resounded with both of those takes, particularly, yeah. especially as someone who, who grew up and still does hate Christmas. So, uh, yeah. But let's, you know, let's get to the crampusification. Can we... Can we uh, copyright that word? Crampusification? I fu- the crampusification. Listen, if they can copyright other stuff, I feel like we can copyright crampusification. Yeah. Crampusification. <laughs> um, um, and so, uh, b- before I get into it, have we talked about terato- t- fudge. teratophilia? I don't think we actually... If we have, I think maybe the first episode, but I, I, let's circle back to it. If if we if we have, let's circle back. If we haven't, let's introduce it. Um, <laughs> Sarah, do you know what it is? It's the attraction to monsters, right? Yes, it's yeah. Just, it's the whole premise of this darn podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's specifically referenced when researching. Um, like the sexualization of Krampus. Yeah. Which, which, there we go. It's set in, you know, it's a real thing. I mean, for, for example, monsters like vampires, those like very, like, those like very gradually became sexy, like very slowly over time. But like, there was like, I mean, Krampus became sexy over time of, of his own Will like like how do I describe it? Like Sarah, when, how would you describe this? When book? I when I looked, because I, I think both of us, I hit the microphone again. Oh my god! Okay, so I feel like in in our in our research in this, because uh, when I found it, I said, oh my god, I didn't realize this had happened. Somebody even said it was um, the da- the dandification of it, but they were using dandy mm. in like the. Um, the old modern turn of kind of yeah, like, like a, a handsome gentleman. Yeah, and and mm. it almost happened kind of like that. But I think when we're mm. talking about this teratophilia, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Um, Krampus, know. like vampires are pretty. Like they're they're human, right? Like Krampus is a monster. Like even if you air quote. Dandify him, which I don't, I don't think that's a really dated mm-hmm. term, but like mm-hmm. make him handsome or put him in a suit. He's still a monster with a fruit by the yeah. foot tongue, you know, yeah. and horns and this tail. Like he is a monster. And sometimes I think when we talk about stuff like even like things like werewolves, they have this human uh, element to them. But like this is a this is it, a which monster. makes them easy to be sexy. Mm-hmm. But this. As Sarah say, is a monster. monster. Yeah, it's a monster. It is a devilish monster, um, and I love it. And I love that it it got this kind of uh, pussification. You know, this like sexiness <laughs> pussification. <laughs> yeah, pussification. Yeah, good pussification. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, and and it was, 
like it, it happened again naturally. Yeah. But the first, like, I guess, like the. I guess the turning point that a lot of people actually reference in the research is, um, when was it? It, like, is, um, it became really popular to have greeting cards with Krampus on it. The, the, the Krampus Carden. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Krampus Carden. Mm-hmm. And... And it, it started actually, I mean, research often references the Krampus cards that came out in 19, the 1960s. Yeah. But these were popular, like, pre-1920s. So yeah, like 18, the, 18, the, late the, 1800s, absolutely. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and, and that was where, where we start to see, like, Krampus looking, like, like, yeah. How do I describe it? I, I like like young women in these dapper. and like them being attracted and he's looking dapper yeah. and like um we'll drop some images that we found yes, um, we will. on the website. Um but let's I mean those y'all can view that later, but let's dive into the elements that make him attractive. Well, I want me to backtrack? No, no, no. I think it's good. I want to say, like, a lot of the images before the kind of pussification, as we're saying, were, like, really kidnapping kids. And we're not trying to justify that so much. I just want to put, like, an asterisk, because I feel like there's a little bit of a gray area. But, like, uh, it definitely morphed into, like, the good kind of yeah, for example, yeah. instead of kids being in the basket on his back, it was young women. Mm-hmm. And his yeah. tongue was hanging out and lolling, okay? So you can see there's, like, a shift. Um, instead of, like, and then him dancing with young women, mm-hmm. him, like, dressed up in dandy's clothes, like, caressing the chin of a young woman, yeah. um, a young woman sitting on his, like, lap almost. A la Santa. So it's... Him kissing a young yeah. woman. Like, so it's when women start appearing in these cards with him instead of children mm-hmm. is when we get the crap pacification, like, officially. Yeah. But culturally, I guess it was a bit more gradual than that. But, um, yeah, happened all on its own. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Before smut and everything, in the images, like, it's, Yeah. Very fascinating. And uh, as you wrote here, he became, like, kind of romantic, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he... he, Because, as you mentioned, the dandification... Mm -hmm. The dandification led to the crampussification. It's, it's, you know, this is a hard theory. We should write an (laughs) academic paper on this. I would love it. This is all original. I love it. But what makes Krampus sexy? Sarah, do you want to start? Because, you, I, I mean, I like Krampus, but you're a Krampus fiend. Oh, am I just riffing at this point? Are you asking me to open it? I don't have no Well, I mean, I have a list here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can, yeah, yeah. But um, let's go. You're I, the slot for <laughs> Krampus. Uh, Krampus. <laughs> um, I think it's the, like, um, I think with any of my, like, things that we're, we're going to see a trend here with Sarah's uh, monster loving, um, he's, like, he's, like, a proper monster. Like, he's a, mm. but he's a beast, right? He yeah. has this, like, um, I want to use the word insatiable, but I don't know if that's <laughs> right. You know, it's kind of this, like, unhingedness about him. Um, and I think that's where when we look at a lot of like um, 
our tropes about monsters, sometimes we get to some of that taboo kind of thing that, that is like, um, um, consensual, non-consensual or, you know, kind of like that, like burly, like, um, overtaking someone, um, which is like very, (laughs) very sexy to me with Krampus for some reason. I don't know, like the horns and the hooves. This is, again, and I know I said this in the last uh, episode, this is like a dream cosplay for me. Like, my dream uh, is to have a hallway of sexy Krampuses taking over Dragon Con. Uh, in Dragon Con After Dark, um, that's where the con I go to every year, if you don't know, like, kind of like 8, 9 p.m., like, y- y- kids are no longer really out, and it's kind of like an unspoken rule that, like, you can get yeah. naughty, you can get, yeah. like, you can wear the inappropriate costumes kind of at that point, like, within yeah. reason, you know, and I just, my dream is to have, like, a bunch of sexy, stilted, um, Krampuses walking the tunnels of Dragon Con, <laughs> yeah. kind of like gently slapping people on the ass with uh, like birch sticks. Like that's my dream. Uh, and maybe it'll you come true. It yeah, maybe it will. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but like, I just I kind of love that. Like, I, I think you'll see that with a lot of the monsters I really have strong feelings for. But like, also like, what that tongue do? <laughs> what that what that tongue do? do? Okay, I'm going to rein it in. Okay. So, as Sarah said, what that tongue do. Mm. Long tongue. Long. It is described. He has a long tongue. Yeah. Long tongue. Yeah. A big old long tongue. He whips. Hard. He, with his birch sticks, he whips. <laughs> so we stand a kink-friendly monster in this house. <laughs> yep. There's the element of nighttime. Mm-hmm. There's the element of being naughty, mm-hmm. being bad. Punished. <laughs> Punished, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, chains. Yeah. In the words of Rihanna, chains and whips excite me. Absolutely they do. Right, right. Um, and, I mean... If if you're if all those things and you think of like just like a regular person, man or woman, or they them, um, then like those elements combined in, a, in an individual is sexy alone. But yeah. then you apply them to a hoof-footed monster. Yeah. yeah, it's just elevated. It's just extra. It's just something else. And the kidnapping element. Oh yes. Yeah, which is like a huge Stolen monster. Away in the night. Yes. Mm, yeah. 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 Ugh. Most, most <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, so, after we talk about, like, the, the pussification, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to talk about <laughs> media. The media that yes. we consumed. What we consumed for this episode. All right. I, don't, I think... What? I want you to go first. I don't have a lot to say. I, I have to say a couple <laughs> of things. Number one, uh, I, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but I'm real fucking disappointed <laughs> in the Krampus fic that I read. And this is why. If I am reading a monster fic, I don't want him to fuck like a man. Mm. And I feel like that's a valid critique. And I mean that with my whole heart. And what also, do you mean by... Okay, what do you mean by fuck like a man? Just like I don't I don't want him to be like, "Oh, that pussy's so wet." I don't fucking get, He's Krampus isn't going to comment on the wetness of your pussy. Like he's just yeah. going to fuck you, you know? In my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. In my mm-hmm. opinion. Um uh-uh. so I can tell you what I tried to read. 
and what didn't work for me. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. it's not going to work for you. Um, I can tell you, (laughs) so I tried to read three. I have a very strong opinion about all three of them. Um, uh, I tried to read the Krampus and the crone. Um, I got five seconds in and I realized this is about an alien and it's not even a real Krampus and I immediately stopped. So It's about an alien? Like, you know how you were talking about fucking elf aliens? It has to be yes. that. I was, I, but, oh. which, is, which is fine. It's just not what I wanted. So okay. I didn't read it. I can't give it a valid critique, but I understand that Krampus was not Krampus and so fuck it. Um, okay. The second one I, I tried to read. Uh, was Kidnapped by the Krampus by Emily Shore. Um, I'll read the description quickly. Uh, is Krampus real? That's the question burning in my investigative journalist's mind as I sneak into Krampus world to learn the truth about the eccentric CEO who always wears the monster. Okay, All, off the bat, too much. So, uh, <laughs> just too much. Um, I, I, I like how I started on like the three paragraphs and I was like, no. Uh, I'm sure yeah, it's fine. Like, uh, it's not what I wanted. Um, and then the next one is Monster Spot colon Getting Kinky with Krampus by Tabitha Lovelace. A holiday monster romance with a witchy paranormal twist, which should have been right up my alley, but the main protagonist is an event planner. Um, and then <laughs> Krampus is kind of like a dom daddy, which is like, again, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm. I need my Krampus to be a monster, not like somebody that's like, who's a good girl? Bend over for me. Again, it's fine. I, I enjoy that kind of banter, but not when I'm in like full monster mode. Um, so basically, I left uh, I left unsatisfied. Uh, I did uh, rewatch parts of the Krampus movie, which I have seen before. Um, mm-hmm. The Krampus movie is by the same director and writer that did um, Trick or Treat, which is one of my favorite uh, yes, Halloween yes. movies. And I, I think about this. Yeah, and I love the Krampus movie. It's got a great cast. I think it's a great movie. Um, is it sexual? It's not my necessarily a sexy Krampus to me, but I think it's a great movie. Um, and and like you pointed out, not all of our media has to be sexual. Um, yeah. So that's where I uh, am at with this. I'm disappointed in the yeah, lack. Bald. Yeah, I even started reading a Raylo Krampus story. Oh, and the Krampus. Uh, it, it was a good. It was fu- written well, but the Krampus didn't look like Krampus. He looked like Adam Driver, literally. Well. And, which again, it was fine. I love that, but it's not what I want in it's my not, monster. You want Krampus? Yeah, it's and, and you know, if you know me, you know I'm never gonna turn down an Adam Driver. So for what, like what it is, it's great, but it's not a monster. I need Krampus to look like Krampus. If I'm trying to fuck Krampus and Adam Driver looks back at me, my brain's gonna short circuit because I have to compartmentalize things, and I'm gonna be like, why does Krampus look like Adam Driver? So. <laughs> It's not for me. But what did you consume? Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay, well, I want to start off by saying, as I was researching what to consume, mm-hmm. I actually did see all of the ones that you referenced. There doesn't seem to be a wide library. There's not. Of Krampus reading with And there needs to be. Enough. Justice for yeah. Krampus. I'm going to write it. Justice. Hashtag. Oh. Just for crap. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> y'all don't know what the hell just happened. You will. You will. You will. You'll know. Okay. So, um, as some of you have known who, who have been listening to the episodes, um, 
I have I've gotten aud- audible so that I can consume media more easily by listening to it. Mm-hmm. And so um, on Audible, I searched Krampus mm-hmm. and I put my filter as erotica. <laughs> well, oh gosh. Only one thing came up. One? Only one. Oh my God. Okay. On Audible. And it was not <laughs> a story. It was simply called Krampus. Mm. And it was narrated by and written by <laughs> Esimo TP. Is that a real name? <laughs> no, it's an alias. It's a bad alias. I- I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll okay. get to that. Okay. Esimo TP. Mm-hmm. Let me read you the summary. Of what the fuck I am <laughs> okay. this is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you been a naughty girl this year? Mm. It appears that you are on Krampus's list this year. A shiver runs down your spine. You know he is going to punish you if you don't see the error of your ways. The only problem is the more discipline you receive, the naughtier you become. Oh. Let, Esim- Let Esimo guide you in this spine-tingling fantasy triple X fantasy sex for women experience. Okay. The thing that makes Wait, me nervous this- is the triple X <laughs> fantasy experience for women. That's what there's makes me more. nervous. Oh no. I'm there's, sorry. There's more. Not an audiobook. Oh. Directed erotic visualization. That's copyrighted. Directed <laughs> a directed erotic visualization is so much more. This fantasy sex for women experience oh. uses the sensual hypnosis technique of directed erotic visualization to take you into the heart of amazing erotic fantasy experiences. This triple X directed erotic visualization audio experiences available here for the more adventurous explorers. Bondage, domination, non-consent, paranormal, non-human, pleasure, pain, humiliation, and multiple partner experiences are just a few of the erotic delights that you can discover through directed erotic visualization triple X experiences. Where are your boundaries? Would you like to find out? I have some questions. <laughs> wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. For adults only, sexually explicit language and audio imagery combined with guided suggestions. Warning! Warning! <laughs> Do not drive or operate heavy machinery while listening to this program and for half an hour afterwards. I remember, no, I I remember when you sent I remember number one when you sent me that and I was like, the what? Um <laughs> so so I remember something in like media class about like people can't people don't absorb the message of something unless it's said like a certain number of times. Like at least <laughs> three times. So in that description, I feel like he has like a message, right? Yeah. Um, um so, <laughs> Directed erotic <laughs> visualization. So let me explain. You, okay, I, I, 
Okay, I'll ask the I'll ask at the end. I'll ask at the end. I'll ask at the end. I have questions and I'll ask at the end. Okay. So before I get into what I experienced, <laughs> yeah, I did some research afterwards. We'll start with that. Okay. Okay. Isimo TP, mm. <laughs> if I'm pronouncing his name right. That's, Again, that's an alien. That's literally the only way it could possibly be pronounced. Yeah, yeah. He, th- this man writes erotic stories, narrates them, and he copyrighted and like create quote unquote created this what he calls directed erotic visualization is it it's actually bi- copywritten yeah there's a c there's a c yeah in a circle there's a c in yes. a circle but is it actually like oh i didn't go that far oh okay okay sorry i, I was like oh is it yeah yeah because yeah. anybody can copy and paste the c <laughs> Okay, well, it looks to be copyrighted. Okay. But basically what it is, is it's like, it's like mass, it's like masturbation meditation with a story is the best way I can describe it. It's like first person storytelling, like, oh, like he's touching you this way, this is happening to you, but there's an element of meditation. Okay, so I last night I listened to it, and how long was it? It's thirty minutes. Okay, okay. So it starts out not even with the story. It starts off getting you into the meditation. So it started off with very typical meditation techniques, which I've experienced before, Mm -hmm. which is you know lie still, focus in on your breathing, feel your head to your toes. Okay, and then it and then it started to get sexual, and then it was like like imagine like this ball of light, and like every time you breathe in, it's like going to your core, and like the more you breathe, like the hornier you're getting. It's like it was like that. And that, yeah, no, it was, this is, this is, this was fascinating experience. Okay. And then, and then it was like, it was like, then it was like, he was getting bossy. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to count down. And every time I count down, you're going to get closer and closer to orgasming. Oh. And then, wait, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And then he's like, when I get to one, you're going to come for me. <gasps> and, then he, and then he counts down, like, three, and then he talks a bit, and then two talks a bit, and then one, he's like, and then he's like, come for me. Come for me right now. And then it was like, okay, that's how we start. Like, no Krampus yet. What? Yes. Yes. That, okay, so that's like... That's like that's like a very specific audio porn genre, but like uh, yes, yeah. Uh, this is very interesting. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, and no, and then so that is kind of what the story was like. So so the basic premise of what ha- what you experience, quote unquote, experience is you're like in bed, and then Krampus shows up, and then he takes you to his like he like um magically takes you to his cab cabin and then he fucks you like using his tongue and like different like positions but like the way it's described is like it's like very like it's like very it's like because the author is trying to get you to experience these feelings by speaking in a certain like tone and blah 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 yeah and then each time the each time you as the character in this in this story in a sense are supposed to come he'll count down again 
Oh, I don't, I don't know if I like that. It was fascinating. And the way I'm going to conclude this segment is I got to say it, it did it for me. <laughs> okay. No, you know, it kind of did it for itself, me. That, that in itself is like, um, I think a, a glowing review. It, you know, I I was I came into it skeptical, and I will yeah. say at one point I even laughed out loud, <laughs> like well. li- li- lying in the dark in my room with the headphones on, listening to this. I even laughed out loud. All right, but um, you know what? I think I think for folks that that want to try something new and like smut, I I kind of recommend it. What? Well, I'm I'm looking at him online, uh, uh, just in the Amazon shop, and he, he has a fuck ton of stuff. The thing that made me super giggle was um, he has a he's a book called Lustcraftian Horrors: Erotic Stories Inspired by H.P. Lovecraft, which is a lot to unpack right there. Like yeah, uh, but but he's, he he does a lot of stuff. He does a lot of stuff. But I would I think I I mean. I haven't obviously experienced all the stuff he's done, but I think for the monster fuckers, I think this this campus was actually really well done. Like it talks about his long tongue. Ooh. It like specifically references hooves. Like the characterization of Krampus in this was actually really well done. Like the writing portion, like what he says, is actually yeah. quite true to character. Okay. And so I think Sarah, like you would actually I'll, probably enjoy this. I maybe I'll maybe I'll listen to it as like a fun little Christmas treat. I don't Christmas Yeah, treat? I think you I should. Yeah. And if you do, I'm gonna want your feedback oh don't worry i will a hundred percent give you the feedback you, you know i will i'll be like girl or girl you know depending yeah so that was what i consumed very interesting like very interesting this maybe has this opened up a new like thing for me we don't know yet to be determined yeah but um super fascinating yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> um so Let's talk about uh, these. This other section that you added that I just now saw. Are these? Because <laughs> the the pictures are scaring the actual shit out of me. Um, <laughs> so honestly, the um, one that scares me is the CGI one. I don't like. Okay, that. Okay, hold up. We'll get I don't, there. We'll I don't like that there. pencil tongue. Okay. So, because like, uh, it's difficult for us to do like. Our favorite Krampuses in media. Yeah. Right? Right. I thought I would just go ahead and do some research, and I found the most talked about Krampus movies. Okay? And Which, I... Yeah. I have to say, they're, they're, it looks... When you look them up online, it looks like they're a series, but I don't think any of them are a series. Okay, so some of them are related. Oh, okay. okay. I don't. I don't refer. I don't reference it here. But there's one director who made a trilogy of Krampus movies that are all kind of shitty. But but not related to the original Krampus movie. No, that okay. one was actually uh, that that one was actually came later. Oh, research, I, okay. Yeah, in my research though, I did find that roughly 2014 slash 2015 was a was the Krampus year okay. for Krampus movies. There, I think there was like three or four Krampus movies came out. I love that, that for us. Okay. Yeah. So, 
we will throw up these images on the website. And but I thought we could just quickly uh, and the Discord. I thought we can quickly zip through them. Yeah. And I, I just put brief descriptors of the movies themselves because I had no idea these movies existed. I only knew of the 2015 Krampus, which you talk about er- you yeah. talked about earlier. Amazing movie. But um, let's start with Krampus, the Christmas Devil. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one follows police officer Jeremy, who kidn- who was kidnapped as a child and has to deal with his dark trauma as an adult. He lives in his hometown and continues looking for his childhood kidnapper. When other kids start going missing, he realizes the culprit might be the same child snatch- snatcher responsible for his own abduction. Sarah, rate this Krampus I'm gonna, okay, on so- a scale. Okay. Uh, rate it on a scale. So you put a picture. So I'm going to rate it on the picture alone. Uh, picture alone, I just put in the descriptions so y'all can understand yeah. where these Krampuses are coming from. Okay, so there's two Krampi in the picture. I don't think they're the same Krampi because they look different. So there's one on the <laughs> left and there's one on the right. Uh, the one on the left, I would give a <laughs> a, uh, a zero out of ten. I don't <gasps> like that face anywhere near me and I don't like its robot eyeballs. Uh, the Krampus on the right, I'm going to give like a nine out of ten. Good haunches. Oh. I like the horns. Uh, a sexy devil beard face. Uh, wow. Plenty of room in his sack. I love the tail. A plus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Moving I have on. Strong feelings. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do grading <laughs> ratings then. Okay. Sorry. Krampus unleashed. <laughs> Krampus unleashed. This story begins when a treasure hunter awakens Krampus in 1898. Oh. After sleeping for centuries, Krampus starts hunting again, and horrors ensue. Mm-hmm. Then the story is picked back up later. When decades later, the Krampus targets a dysfunctional family as he rampages across Arizona. <laughs> Krampus slaughters most of the family. The survivors of the sole remaining treasure hunter... The, wait, the survivors, like, search out the sole remaining treasure hunter. And they try to get him to stop Krampus. What do you think of this, Krampus? Um, I have a couple of questions, uh, hypotheticals. Uh, number one, why the fuck is he in Arizona? Uh, number two, I don't, I don't, I don't like this Krampus. It looks like the costume of a Bigfoot, not a Bigfoot, but the costume of a Bigfoot with the face of an elf with like horns glued on. And he's clearly tramped, tramped, uh, trapped a mall Santa. Um, I don't like it. I'm going to give it. Uh, a two and a half. Maybe he could be surprising in the bedroom if he tried. Uh, th- there's a lot of Photoshop happening in this. There's like weird change just like on the right side of the photo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not my favorite, but uh, actually, you know what? What did I rate the last one? A zero out of ten? You know, well, you give it A plus. <laughs> or no, you give it a a grade, like a, sc- a school grade. <laughs> the one on the uh, the one on the right, I said A plus. Yeah, the yeah. one on the left, I, I think I said zero. Looking at okay, this one, I feel like this one. Oh God. Okay. I I would like to rescind my previous comment about the creepy one. I will give okay. him a one out of ten, and uh, because I feel like he's more creative, and I will give this one a 
a, a negative 7 out of 10. Because, really? Yeah, because even if you're a negative C rated movie, I made that rating up, a B movie, uh, um, uh, you can do uh. better than this. This is just an elf mask. Like, make him cramp. Like, Krampus is a beast. He's not a beast body with an elf face. You know what I mean? So I, I just well, like, I thought I thought this did look kind of accurate. No, no, like it doesn't. He does festival. Oh, I don't like that. No, I think he looks. I think he. I think he looks like a weird, a weird elf, elf. like a demented okay. Santa. So I don't like him. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 next we have every. And this keeps getting worse, Jess. Oh my no, god! Don't worry, I saved the best for last. Don't worry. Uh, Krampus the Reckoning. <laughs> um. At the center of this is is Zoe, a girl who is adopted by foster parents after her biological ones die. In the past, Zoe's grandmother told her about Krampus, and in the present day, the girl makes friends with the demon. Once her foster parents start abusing her, she kills them with a voodoo doll and continues killing others with the help of Krampus and voodoo magic. <laughs> Let me give you guys an image of what I'm looking at. <laughs> Describe, describe. Okay, this is a this is a skeleton with skin on him. He has muscles in his arms. His tail, his tail. You know when you make you have play doh and you like pull it, so it's like a point. That's the tail on the Krampus, and then the skull has these like horns on it with like a distortion <laughs> on the horn but his his tongue it's all cgi yeah it's all cgi a very it's too krampus should be hairy this is a smooth skin <laughs> like it looks like it came out of like the depths of the sea smooth skin and what? he has a tongue that looks like a pencil it's in the not way, even long you know when you think that you might have strep and the doctor puts a q-tip in the back of your throat and you're like, that, that's what it looks like. It looks like that's what the tongue would do. Um, I hate it. Uh, a negative a thousand out of zero. Okay, okay. It's okay. the worst thing I've ever seen. Kill it. If okay. I saw it, it would need to be. And also his teeth. All of his teeth. All of his teeth. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> all of his teeth look like their front teeth, but around his mouth with the the gaps of what every tooth would be. It looks like just front teeth all the way around his mouth, top and bottom. But they pulled each in, like each tooth in between, so there's like tooth size gaps in between. But with a pencil tongue that will make you go when he sticks it in your mouth. So, um, negative a thousand out of zero. Okay. I hate it. Okay. That's an accurate description with the play <laughs> tail. That is, that is super accurate. accurate description. It's smooth. Okay. Yeah. And then once you all see the image, you'll, you'll see how You'll be like, that's is. exactly what Sarah said. Yeah. Also, why is this woman... It was the Play-Doh tail for me. Yeah. It was also, the Play-Doh tail. This, this woman's nipple is so hard in this photo. <laughs> why? I, I, they must have told okay. her, like, it's going to be a handsome demon. It's not. Okay. No shame. At least this life. one has claws, though. You can see he's got very slender, tiny, elongated little claws. Yeah, like it's gross. elongated little pencil fucking tongue that's going to choke you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next we have, we have Kram, 
Krampus, the 2015 movie, which mm. we've referenced a couple times. Yeah. The premise of which is a boy declares he hates Christmas after his dysfunctional family won't stop fighting, and this summons the demon Krampus to their home to dish out punishment. Now, I couldn't actually find a very good image, so I found this little figure. No, it's a gr- actually, it's a great image of the Krampus. And the in the story, it actually um, harkens back to his, his grandmother. Have you, have you seen the whole thing through? I have not seen the movie okay. at all. I, tr- I did try to watch it before this episode, but alas. To be- it's like tied to his German grandmother. Well, she has a uh, European accent, undisclosed. Like, mm-hmm. but it it it's like a generational trauma. But this is actually a very good ah. picture of uh, what Krampus is in the movie. That's actually very accurate. So, would you fuck this Krampus? Ah, uh, I would fuck him over the other Krampi we have seen tonight. Wow. Okay, um, okay. Because at least... Uh, the the problem with this Krampus is that he looks like <laughs> Santa. And Krampus is not supposed to look like Santa. Um, I don't know why I'm saying Santa like Santa. But, <laughs> Santa! Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But he does have a hoof. Uh, he has uh, horns. Yep. I don't think they're goat horns, but he's got horns. Um... But the the thing about this uh, the Santa that's not being captured in this statue is he's like mean. Like at one point in the mm. movie, the kid is crying, and the Krampus goes in to like wipe a tear away, and you're like, oh, maybe the Krampus like has a like a soul, and then he starts laughing at the kid being upset. Like this, this Krampus well, is like really fucked up. That's a that's good personification. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Accurate. So like, uh, I would give this Krampus a 2 out of 10. None of these Krampus are like... The thing is, the movie Krampuses are, I feel like, are made to be horror movie Krampuses. When Krampus in popular culture is made to be this, like, beast, and, like, as we have Mm. learned by your sharing, sexy. (laughs) And none of these are sexy. These are all kind of (laughs) gross. Like... Wait, but wait... We, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, okay. Okay. Next up, we have a Christmas horror story. Oh. oh no. No. Kramp, no. Krampus the Avenger. Like, This like, is an interesting story. Okay. Set in England in 1820, mm-hmm. the film centers around a Viking troop trying to take over the castle of the British king, but their plans are way waylaid by a demonic horned beast who lives in the forest and comes each Yule Day to kill families. It's basically Krampus versus Vikings. <sighs> He's, it's not a beast. I gotta say, these stories have been wild. The stories like, have been wild, but the Krampuses are like... They're not beasts. They're like... They're like devils or kind of weird monsters, but they're not... Like beastie Krampuses, like they're supposed to, like they should be hairy. This dude is no, just. This one has braids. You know what this guy looks like? He looks like he was on Xena Warrior Princess or Hercules from like the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like maybe an episode of Charmed or Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like which is like yep. fine. Like it's there's nothing wrong with that, but like that's not it's not Krampus. It's a Viking. That's a devil with horns. Like it's not Krampus. Okay, and then we have my, the last one, my favorite. Oh. A Christmas horror story. Oh. This is a Canadian movie. We love it. It's an anthology movie, so there's different short stories in it, all mm-hmm. to do with Christmas and horror. And this Krampus appears in the last one. 
And um, it basically Krampus and fights Santa. Oh. While preparing for a busy Christmas, Santa Claus discovers that all of his elves and his wife have turned into zombies. Oh, okay. And after one of the infected elves dies following a fit of rage, he manages to kill them all, but is then forced to fight against Krampus. Okay. And what do you think of this one? Here's my thing. I would. I want to have an asterisk. This is not a Krampus. <laughs> However. <laughs> would fuck. <laughs> uh, out of all the Krampuses you've shown me, this is the Krampus. Yeah. It's not a Krampus, but it is the Krampus I would choose to fuck out of the ones you have shown me. I thought so. Yeah. I Good job. So. A plus. And, and, and I just gotta say, I'm gonna watch this movie now that I read about it. This one was the most interesting out of all of them. It's still kind of like a B movie, but um, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's like more to this particular story than what I described. I I like that he has two sets of horns. He has like big ones and like two little nubbies, like perfect yeah. little like handles. A goat. Yeah, like, like per- a goat. Yes, he's a goat man. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, amazing. So amazing. there we have it. There we have our selection of. I guess non-fuckable Krampuses, except for the one. I had strong <laughs> feelings. I'm so sorry. Uh, but also, I'm not. Okay. So, for this episode, we're doing something a little bit different. So, <laughs> instead of having fan fiction, which we've been doing yes. every episode, we blindly ask you guys for some, uh, like a mad, we did a Mad Libs with our listeners. We did a Mad Lib! Um... And I'm I'm gonna uh, and and then <laughs> what we did is we took those answers and I put them into a random generator and I assigned answers to Jess and myself and then we wrote um, <laughs> fan fictions for you guys. Now I gotta say, y'all only are getting this because y'all have been good. Little folks. Yeah. Because because we've been getting a lot of interaction lately. And so this is our gift to you. Yeah. This is original cr- fan fictions written just for this episode based off of your suggestions. So what I'm gonna do before before we get into the fan fictions yeah. um is I'm going to read the prompts that Jess put up and then I'm gonna read the options. And then what we're gonna do is <laughs> Um, we each got assigned the, the, each, uh, answer, and then we're going to read the other person's fan fiction, and we yes. have not seen these or read the other person's yet. We have yet. no idea. This is a blind reading, um, and on a personal note, this is scaring the shit out of me, so I hope you guys are happy. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> um, I, I, like, I'm like, if this is as well, we'll do it again. If it doesn't, it never happened. Okay. I'm so, happy with I I write <laughs> I, I love being the center of attention, so this I'm, is great for I'm me. Really, I'm really nervous about this. Okay. Um, I have a lot of anxiety, but it's going to be fine. Um, I'm going to read yours We've first. We've been drinking. It's fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> the only way I can get through this is if uh, I'm drinking, because I'm very nervous. Okay. So, we're going to go through the topic. So, the first one was... Um, name a monster, smut, romance, or trope. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through the options, and then when we go to read each fan fiction, we'll read through what the tropes, uh, what all the options are going to be. Okay. Yeah. So, 
a uh, a monster smut romance trope. We got kidnapping as the first one. Uh, the second one was possessive, uh, air quotes, your mind, mates, rough sex, monster, but monster is actually sweet. Uh, not sure how to phrase that, but it makes sense. We get that trope. Yeah. Um, the next one is enemies to lovers, frenemies to lovers, that shit any day. Got it. And then um, the next one is the angsty, I'm a monster trope is my favorite. Give me a guilty monster any day. Mm. So it's our first prompt. The second one was name a random uh, pet name. Now, so, I gotta say, I gotta interject here. Uh-huh. My friend who who did a co- leave a comment messaged me later to be like, oh my god, I thought you meant like like dog, like a pet name, like a like an animal name, not like a pet name for a partner. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm good. 100% <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure I know who your friend is. Um, yeah. So the answers are honey. What I'm guessing your friend said Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> um, the next one is darling. And then the fourth one is whiskey, uh, which I think is a very cute pet name. Um, and then we have name a sexual position. So we got the uh, the standard 69. We love it. Classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we got the mating press. What is the mating press? Uh, if you don't, you know. Uh, then we got the flying camel. Uh, let's go. Uh, I didn't know what the flying camel was. Uh, and then we also got reverse cowgirl. Classic. We love to see it. <laughs> uh, then we got name a holiday location. Uh, so the answers were Christmas tree farm, uh, small town Christmas tree lighting, um, a festive as fuck living room with the tree and all that shit. <laughs> and then also we got ski lodge. <laughs> and then we had a name a random object. And this one made me laugh, uh, laugh. The first one was water glass. This one's for you, Jan Brady, which made me laugh. <laughs> uh, a chair, a spatula. And a Christmas tree star. So that's what we we're working mm-hmm. with. We didn't tell anybody this is what we were doing. We just did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, you don't have yours written at the beginning. Oh no, I, 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 th- I will. Uh, do you want? Should mine go first? Or do you want me to read yours first? I was going to read yours first because I'm nervous. But you okay, can... okay. Is it okay. okay? So I will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I will tell you the ones I got. Okay. okay. Tell me, and then so, I'm going to read it. For monster smart romance trope, I got the possessive mate, rough sex, but the monster is actually sweet. We love it. For the random pet name, I got Mr. Wiggles. For the sexual position, I got reverse cowgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the holiday location, I got the small town Christmas tree lighting. And for the random object, I got a Christmas tree star. Um, I didn't name this... Fan fiction, but um, we'll call it um, naughty and nice. How about that? <laughs> okay, naughty and nice, Sarah. Yeah, take it away. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> he took a sip of the warm mulled wine, thick fingers wrapped around the paper cup, eyes twinkling, reflecting back the light from the massive tree before him. 
There were five more nights until Christmas Eve and a lot of work to do, but Santa couldn't help himself. It was tradition now to steal away from the North Pole every so often and masquerade as one of his imposters. A fun way to get out and socialize and spread a little extra Christmas cheer. He adjusted the tote on his shoulder that carried his folded up attire, the classic red and white suit, belt, and boots for his shift for the evening that was done. Santa smiled to himself, scratching his white beard with his free hand. They'd said it was the most realistic Santa looking Santa they'd ever seen. They always say that. Dressed down, obscure, just another man with a white beard in a crowd, he wore dark washed jeans, brown leather boots, a plaid shirt underneath a brown knitted bomber, and of course had swapped out his small reading glasses for ones of a more modern style. He should be returning to the North Pole, his sleigh hidden and waiting in the woods just beyond the town square. But something had made him want to stay, so he stood, sipping his mulled wine gingerly, in a sea of people, gazing up at the enormous decorated tree waiting for the lighting ceremony to start. The tree was set aglow to the cheer of the small town crowd, and he admired the dazzling star at the top, twinkling, until an odd sensation called his eyes away. He scanned across the crowd and paused, fingers digging into his cup as he spotted a familiar figure. Krampus. What the fuck was he doing here? (laughs) In a sense, (laughs) their relationship could easily be described as a workplace rivalry. Although Santa had a naughty and nice list, he was loath to have any name appear on the naughty list. For if it did, that was where Krampus would take over, terrorizing the poor misbehaving child. So maybe that was what so maybe that was truly why he worked overtime, masquerading as small Santas, trying his best to ensure more and more names ended up on the nice list. <clears throat> Krampus' regular slit, slit yellow eyes. <laughs> sorry, that's a mouthful. Krampus' regular. I'm sorry. It's okay. I love rectangular, it. Rectangular. Rectangular. I said regular. Like okay. A goat. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, like a goat. Okay. Krampus's rectangular, got it, slit yellow eyes locked with his and a malicious grin slithered across his hairy lips as he dipped his horned head by way of greeting from across the tree. Only Santa saw him for what he was, a horned, satyr-like demon draped in furs and chains. But for the crown's benefit, thankfully, he was using glamour to hide his appearance. Santa groaned internally, trying to ignore Krampus as he slowly began moving through the crowd towards him. You seem a little young to be Santa, came a flirty, feminine voice. Santa turned, smiling, as a young woman winked at him. She'd come for photographs earlier, bringing her younger sister. Admittedly, a perk of the job were the handful of adventurous individuals wanting to live out fantasies of fucking Santa, or just a handsome older man. And Santa was all too happy to oblige. Fuck off. Santa and the woman (laughs) spun around. Excuse me? The woman asked. Santa glared at Krampus, now just before him. He wasn't even staring at the woman, just at Santa with those mesmerizing yellow eyes. (laughs) Fuck you. Without breaking eye contact, he repeated, Fuck off. The woman glared before stomping off through the crowd. Why are you here? Santa asked, trying to act unfazed by Krampus's presence as he took the last sip of his mulled wine and tossed it into a nearby recycling bin. Is this what you so do? So woke, so woke. Yeah, so woke. I always said that again. Okay. 
Is this what you do? Krampus sneered, his clawed hand reaching out to rake down the tote at Santa's side. To get more children on your list, work overtime, this red Christmas cheer. Santa rolled his eyes. I don't have to explain myself to you. And with that, he stalked off, winding through the crowd and heading into the tree line to the tree line of the forested area where his sleigh was parked, fresh snow glistening in the moonlight, crunching beneath his boots. The reindeer shifted as he approached the sleigh, tossing in the toad. Suddenly, a tingle ran up Santa's <laughs> spine just before a familiar husky voice whispered from behind him. Will I get a present this year? Santa spun around but saw nothing. You know you won't. Santa retorted, glancing around the shadowed woods for Krampus. You're always on the naughty... L- His body was pushed back, hitting a nearby birch tree, just before a warm, hairy body pressed tightly against him, and a slithery, snaking tongue filled his mouth before his cinnamon-tasting lips captured his. Santa's eyes widened as Krampus' clawed his clawed hand reached under his plaid shirt, claw flicking his nipple. <laughs> You're so welcome. Santa... <laughs> Get it together, okay? I got this. I'm a professional! (sighs) Santa moaned before I could help himself. No, what was he doing? This was Krampus, his rival, his enemy, his... Krampus's free hand stroked the growing bulge in Santa's jeans. Santa pulled back cinnamon on his lips. You want this, Krampus cooed. You need this. You work so hard. Give in to it. Krampus's long tongue flicked Santa's ears, and he tilted his head back against the tree trunk, closing his eyes. Maybe it was the mold wine. Maybe it was the unfulfilled unfulfillment of not being taken home by that woman. Maybe it was the long nights in the workshop. And maybe it was his deepest fantasy made real. But whatever it was, Santa nodded. Eyes still closed, he heard Krampus's chains rattle, and then suddenly the fly of his jeans was ripped open, and his pants tugged down to his ankles, leaving his legs exposed to the frigid night air. Fuck, Krampus whispered. (laughs) Krampus whispered, his hairy lips coasting across the moist tip of Santa's cock. (laughs) I'm trying to be serious! Okay. Sorry! You're harder than a fucking candy cane. But do you taste like one? Look at me. Santa obeyed, glancing down. I want you to watch as I take your cock, because in a few moments, you'll be taking mine. And with that, Krampus slowly wrapped his tongue around Santa's bulging dick before his lips enclosed around the tip. He gripped the shaft as he began to suck. Santa clung to Krampus's horns, pleasure coursing through him as Krampus sucked and sucked, tongue stroking and slithering, but it was slow, too slow. One hand on each horn, he guided Krampus deeper, faster. And he took it, and took it, and took it. (laughs) Santa came fast, hard, knees shaking as a guttural moan echoed through the moonlit woods. Krampus swallowed, winding tongue lapping at Santa's frosted cookie tip. (laughs) Before suddenly his eyes darkened, head beckoning to the sleigh just beside them. The sleigh. Bend over the railing and wait for me. Santa did as he was told, climbing into the sleigh and bending his torso over the railing, hands gripping the railing on either side, the cold night air on his exposed ass. Whack! Santa's cheeks 
Santa's cheeks clenched as the sting traveled through him, both pain and pleasure. He looked behind him. Krampus sat on the seat of his sleigh, hooved legs spread and ragged piece of fabric used to cover himself, tucked aside to reveal an enormous, pulsing, erect cock. His elbows rested on the back of the seat, and in one hand, he held a bundle of birch twigs. Without warning, he lashed out again, whipping Santa's ass. Santa's dick hardened as he gripped the railings tighter, biting down his lower lip to muffle his moan. You've been naughty this year, Grandpa's grinned, and I'm going to treat you as such. He whipped him again. Fuck, Santa was going to come again. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> That's the <You're> line. So <laughs> <laughs> you like that, don't you? Krampus whispered hustling. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Let me do it again. You like that, don't you? <laughs> Krampus whispered huskily. Whispered huskily. Being bad, being punished, it's so hard being good all year round. He whacked harder and harder until Santa came again. Webbed cum coating the front of his of the sleigh. But there wasn't time to rest as waves of pleasure still pulsed through him. A slick tongue licked the crack of his bared ass. Curled around his hole as clawed hands gripped his ass cheeks, spreading them like Christmas cheer. Sit, Krampus ordered. Santa obeyed, hands still gripping the railing. He allowed Krampus to guide him down until he could feel the head of Krampus's cock prodded his hole, slowly easing its way in, sliding in inch by inch until Santa was fully seated in Krampus's lap. Krampus guided him back to the tip, his tongue flicking at Santa's ear as he whispered, so fucking naughty. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, he shoved into Santa, right to the hilt. They both moaned in unison, Krampus swearing under his cinnamon breath. Ride me. Krampus's nails dug into Santa's thighs as he gripped him hard. Ride me like you ride this sleigh. And Santa You're welcome. <laughs> and Santa did. Using the rail for leverage, riding Krampus's cock, his jingle bells slapping up and down, until abruptly Krampus stood, his dick still in Santa, pushing him to bend over the railing once more as he rammed in. Hard. He gripped Santa's cookie thickened hips as he took him, <laughs> ramming his demon cock into the beloved holiday figure. He filled Santa hard, fast, rough, bringing up a hand to grip Santa by the throat, their collective moans filling the air. You're mine. Krampus moaned between thrust. From now on, you'll find release with me and only me. His thrust grew faster, more erratic, less rhythmic as he neared the edge. Say it, St. Nick. Tell me you're mine. Tell me you want this cock and only this cock inside you. Santa let go of the railing with one hand to stroke his own Yule log as he bit down on his lips. <laughs> I'm yours. Krampus came hard, his tail flicking wildly behind him as he pumped into Santa's hole, filling Santa up like a warm piping on a gingerbread house. Sticking, sticky, oozing, getting absolutely everywhere. Ten minutes later. Still coming down from the high of their sex, wrapped in Krampus's extra furs, Santa smirked. Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> Excuse me? Krampus asked, cocking a hairy brow as he softly stroked Santa's white beard. Your tongue. I think I'll name it Mr. Wiggles. 
Krampus rolled his yellow eyes in response. Santa leaned into Krampus's furry chest, inhaling his deep earthy musk mingled with that cinnamon taste still lingering on his lips. What did his cock taste like? Clove? A few com- comfortable moments passed in silence before Krampus shifted behind Santa, standing and adjusting himself with a bit of a woeful sigh. I should be off then. He hopped out of the sleigh, his hoof feet silenced as he padded through the snow. Why were you really here? Santa asked as he sat up, causing Krampus to pause. Krampus turned. I always know where you are. And with that, he disappeared. December 23rd, the night before Christmas Eve. Santa propped his feet up on the coffee table, crackling fire in the hearth, body melting into his couch. It'd be a it had been another long day, but they were almost there, the home stretched down. His eyes began drifting closed when suddenly a small brown paper box decorated with coarse twine tied into a bow appeared next to his slippered feet. He reached over, unwrapped the curious gift, and lifted the lid. Tucked atop a bed of pine needles was the glistening star tree topper from the lighting ceremony. He smiled, unfurling the small note next to the star, which simply read, If you can be naughty, I can be nice. K. <laughs> well done! <laughs> it's definitely, we, we had a cap of four, roughly four pages. This is definitely over, but. It's okay. I, uh, I we made up that cap. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's fine. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I'm nervous about mine. I'm nervous about mine. Okay. Uh, but I, but I liked it. And, um, uh, I think what we'll do is, uh, if, if you heard bells during this, we're, we'll ring a bell every time we hit the trope. I, th- I feel like we forgot to say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do. <laughs> so if you hear a bell, we hit the trope. So we hit the trope. Um, and we'll also be posting these. Um, we'll be making an uh, archive of our own account. Yeah, just for posting these. Oh God, this um, is. I'm I'm very nervous about this. Uh, <laughs> okay, please feel free to react as I read. By the I, way, I fu- I I. I've only read through this twice, so. <laughs> I wrote okay. my I wrote mine at work this morning. <laughs> I wrote mine at work too. Okay. If you're my coworker well, you were- listening to this, no, I didn't. No, you didn't. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this one is called simply Krampus Fan. Okay. Wait, wait. Oh, I should write tropes. Okay. So. I got the trope. Oh, yes. Yeah. I got the trope of uh, kidnapping. Uh, the pet name was Whiskey. The uh, sexual position was Flying Camel. Um, I, I didn't know what that was. I had to look it up. If it's wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, the <laughs> holiday location was a Christmas tree farm. And the random object was Water Glass. That one is for you, Jan Brady. So I didn't say Jan Brady, but it's Water Glass. Okay. I, I'm going to shut up now and. Uh, It'd be fine. Please feel free to react as I read. I've never <laughs> okay. I've never had this happen before, by the way. Okay, I, you ready I, though? I'm ready. Okay, I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm. This is. This is. This is. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like we you gotta could, start sometimes, Sarah. I, I know. I feel like you could be like, I'm gonna torture you, 
If you don't, if you don't react, I'm gonna read your fan fiction. I'll be like, I'll tell you everything. So I hope you guys know this is like a like an actual like uh, real life cringe thing that I did for you guys. Fucking Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Let's dive in. I hate this. <laughs> the winter sun had set, and the twinkling lights of the Christmas tree farm glistened in the snow. Whiskey loved it here, snagging a job for the season as it, she settled into the higher elevations of the small alpine-themed farm adjacent to a local ski resort. <laughs> Whiskey helped customers pick the perfect tree, cut it down before dragging it out on the 4x4 out over to their lodges. Lifting the trees had made her strong this winter. Donning her daily flannel and beanie, she'd been easily mistaken for a guy more than once. Her nickname, Whiskey, given to her by a long-ago ex, often left ski resort guests surprised when the 5 by 2 brunette ended up being the one to haul the Christmas tree down. Today, the 5th of December, had been long, and an impending storm had kept visitors sparse. She was ready to close up shop, but still needed to do a perimeter check on the 4x4 before calling it a day. She's just Sarah, you're heavy breathing. I hate this. <laughs> she stopped by the office before heading out, which was run by an elderly Austrian couple. Anna and Jacob were seated in old rockers. <laughs> Jacob! <laughs> seated in old rockers by a small wood stove, having a schnapps. Yeah. Uh, you really incorporated I here. I tried! Yeah, good job. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, wait, what's my, what's my Eastern European accent? <laughs> no, no, just read it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, whiskey! <laughs> Said Jacob, motioning to a third rocker. Come, have a seat with us. We're celebrating Krampuschnacht. I can't yet, Jacob. I need to go do one last perimeter check of the farm. Make sure all the back gates are locked. Anna tissed her at her. Well, at least have a little schnapps before you go. I might appease Krampus if you run into him. Whiskey gave Anna a skeptical look, but yanked off a fluffy glove to take a small glass from Anna and sh- shot it back, wincing. Strong. <laughs> she coughed and Jacob laughed. This means it's good, silly girl. <laughs> Whiskey rolled her eyes and gave a small salute before heading out into the snow, yanking on her glove and mounting the 4x4. Watching Africa, Empress, Anna's called from behind her with a giggle, and Whiskey kicked the machine on and drove off into the snow. It didn't take long for visibility to rapidly decrease. She knew the storm was supposed to be bad, but this was almost a full whiteout. I don't know if I can get back at this point, she thought. She knew there was a small cabin at the back of the property, and Whiskey decided to bunker down in the small building for the night. She radioed into the office, but there was no response. Sighing, she climbed down from the vehicle, and after a little shoulder-pushing, popped the swollen door open to the small one-room cabin. There was a bed, and it looked like a warm piece of heaven with blankets and furs and covering the mattress. Good thing, too as it didn't appear like there were any heaters or electricity. After poking through cabinets, Whiskey found a bottle of schnapps, bless her Austrian bosses, some crackers and other canned foods, as well as water. 
What she was missing, however, was a fire. But with the way the wind was howling, it might be wiser to just cuddle in the furs and hope for the best, then venture for dry firewood. Grabbing a large water glass, <laughs> Whiskey pulled herself, pulled herself a large, poured herself a large drink of schnapps and bundled into the corner of the bed, covering herself with several thick blankets. There was a book on the nightstand that caught her eye. A demon with a long, undulating tongue and massive horns looked back at her from the cover. Krampus. Whiskey let out a small laugh and snatched the book up, deciding to pass the time learning all about her new devil-tongued friend on the cover by the light of her cell phone and drinking copious amounts of schnapps. A door knock jolted Whiskey awake. She sat straight up, breathing heavily, puffs seemingly freezing in midair. It was cold very cold. The knocking happened again, along with an eerie sound of scraping along the wooden floor. Hello? Whiskey called out softly. Suddenly, the fire roared to life, and she yelped loudly as the knock turned to pounding. And were those... bells? This isn't funny, she yelled as the pounding ceased. Checking her phone, the battery was almost dead, and the signal was non-existent. Glancing to the window just beyond the curtains, she could see the wind blowing snow and ice melt the side of the cabin. I'm serious. I'm going to call the... Before she could finish, the door burst open and into the cabin stepped two cloven hooves. Whiskey's eyes shot to the cover of the book she had been reading earlier. Get the fuck out. It couldn't be. The creature before her rose to his full height, horns scraping the ceiling and covered in dark, shaggy fur. It was indeed Krampus. He looked down at Whiskey on the bed, and his head turned inquisitively to look at her, tongue lolling out of his mouth. Stay where you are, Whiskey's voice shook. She blinked, and suddenly he was in front of her. She could feel the cold snow shaking from his fur as he crowded into her space, sniffing her hair and growling into it, before snatching her up by her ponytail and lifting her. Whiskey froze as Krampus ran his tongue up her neck and seemed to moan before throwing her down on the bed and over on all fours. Whiskey tried to scramble away, but he yanked her back by her waistband. Get off of me, Whiskey yelped, but suddenly felt very hot. Was she turned on? As if he could read her mind, Krampus seemed to chuckle, yanking down her pants but leaving them around her ankles, keeping her legs bound. It's my before she could make another. <laughs> what? This is my nightmare. I hate this. <laughs> I can hear your your heavy, anxious breathing. <laughs> Before she could make another move, there was a hot, long tongue sliding up her backside. A small whimper escaped her before the tongue was removed and a sharp sting lashed across her ass. Birch sticks in hand, Krampus whipped across her cheeks once, twice, before burying his head between her legs. His long tongue circled her clit, and this time, Whiskey let out a very loud moan. The long tongue snaked inside her, thrusting gently and causing her to thrust back into it. Then it stopped again suddenly. Another birch stick smack 
and then another before he drove back in. The balance of pain and pleasure was making Whiskey's head spin. It had to be a dream. There was no such thing as Krampus. As a thought crossed her mind, she found herself suddenly without clothes and on her back, the large goat devil figure before her still standing at the edge of the bed. Bringing one of her legs up over his shoulder, he moved towards her, straddling her other leg. Whiskey's eyes darted to the very large, very hard cock between his legs. <laughs> She's decided to beg for him to stop, but he shoved a branch from his twitch in between her teeth to silence her. Magic seemed to hold it there as he pulled her closer and entered her in one fell swoop. He roared, grabbing her waist and thrusting into her like she was nothing but a doll. He seemed to hit every spot inside of her, and soon Whiskey was drooling, moaning mess. His large, heavy paws held her firm, claws Claw tips digging into her skin, leaving small pinpricks. pinpricks. Uh, leaning down, his long tongue yet again snaked from his mouth, moving her over her body, licking her like a candy cane. The pressure began to build, and Whiskey babbled nonsensically as her orgasm drew close. Suddenly, the branch was gone, and Krampus was on her hand possessively at her throat. His deep voice seemed to be everywhere as he stared down at her with hungry, animalistic eyes. Do you want to come, my Liebling? Whiskey nodded frantically and he leaned down, sliding his tongue into her throat before thrusting deeply, grinding hard into her body. She came with a moan around his tongue and while he roared, tail flicking rapidly as he emptied himself into her. As their breathing slowed, Krampus lapped slowly at her mouth along her body. The magic seemed to let up slightly and Whiskey seemed to regain part of her senses. What? Wait, what just happened? Krampus groaned and sat up, pulling her naked body up off the bed before throwing her behind his back into his large basket. The bells jingled as the lid snapped closed and Krampus chorded as he adjusted the basket across his back before snagging the bottle of schnapps that Whiskey had left on the counter. At this house, he received two gifts, it would seem. The door blew open, and as Krampus stepped out into the snow with his new prize, the fire died in the fireplace, along with the screams from Whiskey on his back. She was his now. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Funny, we had some similarities. We did! The tail whipping! The tail whipping! The licking of the ass? Yes! That's wild. And, uh, we, like, and obviously the whipping was to be expected. Of course. I tried um, to really get that, like, the schnapps December 5th element in there. Yes! Uh, yeah. That's wow. the first time I've ever um, uh, said I wrote fanfiction on the internet out loud, so. Wow. Congratulations to me. Round of applause to everybody. <laughs> and also, like, I love that. It was, I hated it, but I loved it. But I hated it. But I loved it. 2023 is the year to face your fears, and if you haven't done it by the time you're listening to this episode, then you got a few more days. <laughs> this was wild. <laughs> but I actually love that we did have similarities. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, Nerve-wracking, uh, but I feel like uh, a weight has been lifted. <laughs> there you are.
And there's our little delights for you all, our little uh, Krampus-themed yeah. gifts. So let us know what you think. Uh, should we do that again? Did you hate it? Uh, by the way, I think we're both very good writers. So yeah, I gotta say, I'm like, I'm like, are we really good writers? <laughs> <laughs> so not to toot our own horn, but toot toot, uh, Krampus fit coming <laughs> in. Lala. Uh, <laughs> so so we will uh, put these up uh, when this comes out on Ao3. I think we're gonna do a a hissin and kissin uh, uh, username. Uh, yeah, mostly because. I don't want to out myself as uh, the writer that I am that has a... No, that is perfectly fine. But <laughs> I do I do want to promote myself. Yeah, please because do. Because I do write fan fiction. Always. Um, I, um, I have an ongoing Akatar fan fiction, but it's only for folks who have finished the Akatar series. But my username is studentwriter666. <laughs> I made it a while ago. Um, I also have, <laughs> have some other fan fictions on there. And um, um, I have a completed one called One Soul. It's my post the um, the Last Jedi fanfic, or no, no, it's post the Rise of Skywalker fanfic that um, saves it for me. Uh, that's the one I also want to highlight. I have a bunch of Raylo fanfiction that I should probably fess up about, but I haven't yet, so I'm not going to. That's fine. Yeah. At your own pace. But it's active, so uh, I think that that probably narrows it down. (laughs) 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 Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You you reading something I just wrote with just really set me. I can't get over it. Okay. You're, you're, you're I'm like I'm like really shook by it. I'm shook. I'm shook. <laughs> Do we still you say that? You'll be fine. Yeah. You're shooketh. Shook yeah. it to the max. <sighs> okay. And there y'all have it. That's it. That's a Krampus episode. That's a Krampus episode. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's I hope you're happy, you filthy animals. Yeah, filthy. Filthy animals. <laughs> um okay, so uh, I think this oh, yeah. was like I think our fiction was like a lot less bad than like uh, Rudolph Bukaki. So yeah, if people still want to find us, Jess, where can they find us? Well, we have a website, oh. hissinandkissinpodcast.com. That's where you'll find the images that we reference in our episodes. That's where you'll find links to the fan fictions. As we said, we will make our own um, podcast account on yes. AO3 where we will upload these if you want to listen, <laughs> listen later or read later. Uh, we'll also post links to the stuff we consumed uh, and so on. So our, our link tree is a great, our, um, our website is a great place. Yes. Um, we also have a Instagram account which is simply Hissin and Kissin Podcast. In there we have a link to our link tree where we have of course, a link to our website. We have a link to our Discord server, which mm-hmm. we've started to create a little community there. We post similar things to our website, but it's a place to chat with others, other like-minded monster fuckers. Yeah. Um, and we also have links on our link tree to places to listen to the podcast. So Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Yes. Um... 
we have a email account where we love to hear feedback and comments, questions, concerns, uh, which is hissin and kissin podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, definitely it. follow our Instagram. Yeah, we 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 interact a lot there, and um, that's where the um, comments for our fanfic ad lib came from. It was from our Instagram story, so make sure you keep in touch in that way, if anything. And thank you for listening. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a wrap. Absolutely, I think. Um, I think we have a little something coming in the next couple of days for you, if you guys are listeners. Um, mm-hmm. If you've made it this far in the episode, uh, we have a little something, maybe a dropping in a day or two for you guys. Yeah, um, a little end of year. Yeah, special. Little, little something, something, and um. On that, uh, Jess, happy solstice, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy all the holidays. things. I appreciate Merry you. Merry crisis. Merry crisis. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> happy Chrysler. Thank you for listening and stay horny. Stay horny, monster fuckers. And stay Uh-oh. merry this holiday season. Merry and horny. I hear your anxiety through I, the I, microphone. I, I, <laughs>